Hi, this is Matt Cooley, host of the podcast Upside Downside, where we explore what it takes to be the best finance business partners possible. I'm a finance business partner myself by day and former president of the New York City chapter of Financial Executives International. Today, we welcome back Samuel Durgel of Durgel Executive Search to share an update on the market for CFOs. In addition to executive search, Samuel is a coach, author, and sought-after sought speaker across North America. I'm grateful we know each other and that you're here today, Samuel. Welcome. Thank you very much. You, 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 there's no video, so you don't see my big smile. Thank you for the, that. Okay. <laughs> well, I know you have trouble not having a big smile, and that's one of the cool oh. things about you. So Thank thanks, you. thanks for being here. We're going to talk about the job market for CFOs sure. right now. What does that look like right now? And uh, are there any particular sectors that are really hot at the moment? Um, uh, you know, across the board, it, we're sitting in the middle of September, <clears throat> 2021, uh, you know, the people I speak to in, in all parts of uh, corporate America, uh, there's great resignation happening as we speak. Every leader in a business is saying that, uh, you know, people are leaving and they're hiring people. Uh, there's lots of foundational change to the job market right now. So that's the, the global job market across the executives to to junior people and and, and throughout the functions that run a business mm -hmm. for cfos um it's no different uh there's a lot of change happening at companies um in the world of COVID that we've been in for a year and a half uh which doesn't look like it's going to disappear in, in the short term um, has created a, a, a an up um, has up the game for change uh, across the board in all businesses, mm -hmm. um, and CFOs in particular are being looked at are as you know is, is the CFO we have <clears throat> the CFO we need for the type of business that we want to become, and when. Companies are asking that question. They're um, sometimes they're saying no. Um, that's one part of the driver. Another part of the driver is, is that there's lots of opportunity and activity in CFO hiring. Uh, and like any game of musical chairs that we've played when we were younger, um, one CFO leaving to another opportunity creates an opportunity as to where they were before. Um, and that the more of that, more that moving happens, the more opportunities exist. So, so you're uh, seeing things both from companies as well as candidates themselves, CFOs themselves. Sounds like everybody's uh, thinking about change. Everybody's thinking about change. And what I, as an executive recruiter, which I find fascinating is, um, you know, let's call it 2019, uh, when you try to reach out to someone, maybe they wouldn't get back to you today everybody is taking the phone call <laughs> all everybody. right so you don't feel you don't you don't feel uh, ignored uh, this year that's good i like no <laughs> no not ignored but it, it's you know where people you know two years ago would say you know what i'm busy right now um uh, i i don't have time to talk to a recruiter um today with what 
with the uncertainty that that's around, both in terms of their careers and, and, and a realization that there are lots of opportunities out there. Um, I can, you know, take a look at any 10 CFOs you know, I guarantee you that they're all interviewing right now. Oh, that's that's interesting. So any particular sectors that are hotter than others right now, or is this across the board? It's across the board. You know, earlier this year, uh, um, SPACs were 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 hot. Um, public company, you know, the public company CFO um, was very hot in the spring summer. It, it's still hot, but but um, but again, it's really about as companies change. Companies, you know, uh, as people, in, as individuals, we change as as people. Um, oh, throughout our lives and the life cycle of a company, companies change. Okay, and and the company of five years ago and the company of today is not the same company. So, should the CFO of five years ago be the CFO today? And that's a question. With everything that's going on right now, that's being asked in boardrooms across America. Mm. Oh, that's fascinating. Okay. What are the most in-demand skills right now that you're seeing that that companies want and, and candidates want? And is there a gap between those two things? Um, so, so from a skills and demand at, at companies, um, I, I would say uh, as a recruiter, most companies want the, the, the unicorn CFO. Um, the CFO that can that that can dance, that can sing, um, and and can act. Um, now, um, it it sound it may sound a little bit weird, but you know the CFO of yesterday that that was just really numbers focused um, uh, cannot be successful in today's environment. You have to be numbers focused. You need to be uh, aware of what's going on in the business. But you also need to be the partner, not only to the CEO, but to all parts of the business. Um, uh, you have to be a um, business partner internally. You need to be um, the, uh, the, the partner to, to those that are outside the business. The boards are more demanding today than ever. Um, there, there's some very serious um, shifts in in composition of board that's happening behind the scenes right now it means you can see it but not many people are talking about it um uh, there's that um mm -hmm. the 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 diversity issue the diversity not issue question the diversity question is you know are our executives teams diverse uh, and what does that mean is certainly playing into um CFO hiring um, mm -hmm. more, more than it has in the past. Um, and, and not only CFO hiring, but, but you know, finance team hiring and what that looks like. Um, uh, a, a key thing, uh, you, you know, in old school America, if that ever really existed, um, either executives all lived in, in the same town and went to the same office day in, day out um, before COVID, but certainly now, um, you know, remote executive teams uh, are a fact for many companies, except those in, in very um, 
high concentrated population areas like New York or maybe um, mm-hmm. Chicago. Right. Um, and I wanted to ask about that. How how are things like work from home policies, using cloud based tools, you know, being successful with conference, you know, meetings, teams meetings, or whatever? How much is that affecting how CFOs, you know, view potential opportunities and, and, and companies? How do they view that? Um, it, it, it's certainly a you know, work from home. Um, cloud-based tools, video conferencing. These were things that were being used in finance uh, before, you know, let's call sure. it in 2019 and before. Uh, these are not new. Uh, what is new is that, um, you know, finance as a business within the business uh, is running more remote than ever. Um, executive teams in companies are running more remote than ever. Um, uh, you know, uh, I've helped build finance teams for CFOs at the leadership level where everybody's remote. Mm-hmm. There is, there is no office for finance. Um, you know, and, and so how does that work? And, and, but also it's, you know, in the past you would, work your way up through a larger company by getting to be, by being visible um, within an organization. But, you know, how visible can someone who's working through the ranks and wants to become CFO of a large corporation today, um, uh, how visible can they be when they're just, um, you know, a screen on the Partridge family that that's on their computer. <laughs> um, um, and, you know, maybe some people don't know what that means because they're not old enough. But but it, it's um, it's a fact that there's um, flexibility is the number one requirement for anybody that wants to be a CFO today. Mm-hmm. Not not something you're used to reading when you're looking at the news or career journals. So I think that's that's really neat that, that you're pointing that out. Flexi- you have to be flexible. There's, there's, right. um, if we've learned nothing in the last year and a half, my gosh, flexibility, <laughs> resiliency, all those things. Huge. Yeah. Hey, what? Um, where are most CFOs finding their new opportunities now? Has that changed, or is it still you know the reliable networking you know type thing? We're not doing as much of that in person, obviously. But where are where are CFOs finding these new opportunities? I've always felt that CFO, if you take a look at what a successful CFO looks like, if you if you identify a well-known successful CFO, they're excellent networkers um, that add value to their network uh, throughout. Um, they have a strong people um side to them and work that not only in the business that they're in, but within their peer group and within the business communities they're involved in. Um, so, so your network is still key. And, and the beautiful thing is, is that those that have made sure not to forget their network throughout the last 18 months um, are ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's, 
it, it's easy to be able to say, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working from home 95% of the time. Um, I can't go to networking events and I can't um, meet new people. But, you know, uh, most people I know are, are responsible for their own agenda um, and put on their agenda what's important to them. You got to put networking as part of whether it's group networking, whether remotely things are coming back in some way, shape or form. Um, don't be late on those things. Um, you know, successful CFOs are visible and likable and add value to others in advance. Um, mm -hmm. And those that are doing it today are even more valuable. So how do they how to find opportunities? There's network on one hand, and the other hand, um, you're you're a trusty, uh, reliable executive recruiter. Um, um, certainly has access to opportunities, and um, you know they're not to be forgotten. But I would also say, um, you know, if you take a look at um, what you know, corporate America used to be public companies. Uh, today, public companies are a part of it. Uh, corporate America also includes a huge amount of private equity-owned businesses. Uh, private equity um, investors uh, really um, are a source uh, of CFO searches. Right. Um, they, they run their own searches based on their own network and who they know. Um, uh, they're doing a lot of hiring for PE companies, no question. Right. Okay. All right. Last question. Um, I'd like to cover all different stages of careers on Upside Downside. I think that's important for mm -hmm. the listeners. Yeah. For early career and mid-career professionals, what does your crystal ball tell you about the kinds of skills that CFOs are going to need, let's say, five plus years out? Uh, you know, and, really I, and I know you think about this because I know you love thinking about the future. Uh, oh well, I so I I have uh, Clifton strengths. One of my top five strengths is uh, being futuristic, um, and I, I always think about that. Um, you know, the way to really think about it is um, before talking about what kind of skills CFOs need. What will businesses look like in five to ten years? Right. Mm -hmm. um, and because that's really going to be the driver of what skills CFOs need to bring to the table to help their companies be successful. Um, you know, we use the auto industry as, as one industry, but I think it can apply to, to, to a lot. Now, everybody's saying, you know, electric vehicles are the future. Okay. Um, Self driving cars um, look like a reality in our lifetime. Well, maybe. You know, it depends on where we are in our own life cycle. Um, but, um, you know, industries are changing. Um, it, new industries are coming up. Um, so so really, it, it's it's you got to think about where businesses are going to go and what businesses are going to look like. Um, and, uh, you know, if I go to 2010, if I step back to 2010 and look back forward to 2020, COVID aside, um, I think we could have seen 20, what 2020 looked like at, at 2010, uh, you know, sitting in 2021, I, I can't tell what 2030 really is going to look like for businesses. Now, put that aside for a moment. 
Um, CFOs have to have that. The CFO will continue to be um, in many businesses, especially in the financial press, looked at, looked at as the second in command, <clears throat> the, the the keeper of, of the of, of the keys to to the cash. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a couple of things. Uh, cash, you know, with what's going on in cryptocurrency, uh, with what's going on in fiat currency and US dollar and, and, and treasury and all that kind of stuff. Um, what's currency going to look like in 10 years? Not so well, simple. Well, exactly, exactly. Not, <laughs> not, so, not so simple. Um, and, you know, really depends on what feed you're reading on, on your phone that will tell you where things are going. Um, but it won't look like, won't look like a, won't look like it looked like two years ago. Uh, it's going to be very different. What impact will blockchain have on businesses? Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, so CFOs are going to have to be certainly more technically savvy uh, and really understanding. I mean, I took an online course, tried to you know to to learn about blockchain fundamentals for finance. Uh, just because there's so many things going on, and I'm no expert, but it's changing. So CFOs, if you want to, if you want to be a CFO in five to ten years from now, make sure you understand blockchain. Make sure you understand what's happening in the cryptocurrency space, because cash is king. This cat is cash. Um, uh cryptocurrency right so so you know big picture I, that that's great guidance so big picture don't start with um you know what are the specific skills i need really understand what are businesses going to look like five years out and and steer your development that way i think that's i think that's outstanding wow well listen samuel thank you for the update today i really appreciate it it's always a pleasure to speak with you Matthew. Oh, same, same here. And, uh, you know, I really, really appreciate your time. And to the subscribers of Upside Downside, keep feeding that career and make sure that you stay in touch with guys like Samuel. Um, you. It's, the, it's uh, the right thing to do. All righty, sir. I hope you have a great day. Thank you.